0: more information about this episode you would have to check with people that or know someone that deals with addictions any kind of addictions or drug abuse anything along those lines where someone is living is not living their best life there's a reason for it i talk about drug addiction a lot porn addiction so you know i'm gonna tie this there i'm gonna tie this episode into one of those two things or maybe both you won't know until you check it out so go ahead and check it out the rest of the episode is about to begin now. Hey, my name is Larry Ife. This is episode 157. It is called, My Best Case Scenario Was My Worst Case Scenario. Like I said earlier, I love to talk about porn addiction and drug addiction because addiction holds people back, and it's, it's a double whammy. It holds you back. And if you don't talk about it, it holds you back extra hard. If you talk about it, it, can't, it can only hold you back for a limited amount of time. Here's why I say my best case scenario is my worst case scenario. I'm going to walk you through a, a, a very real, very serious, actually a damn near true episode of how addiction, how, how, how the, the, the theme is, people always say one is too many and a thousand is never enough. Here's why people say that. That first hit, that first line, that first drink, that's one too many. You should have never had that one. Now you're going, 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 and and you can't you can't be satisfied. A thousand won't satisfy you. You gotta get to two thousand or three thousand. I've had so many instances in my life that were along the same lines. And here's here's how it happens. My best case scenario is this. What well, what used to be this? I would get paid. Let's say I got paid I did a job, let's say I got $300, I did a quick paint job or whatever, I got $300 in my pocket, my instantly, my best case scenario was, I get home my dope boy, my drug dealer, and then I have a place to go to get high, that's my best case scenario, I know who I can call, I can get high at her house, my best case scenario was that, which is really my worst case scenario, because now I'm about to... Being a position I don't want to be in, I'm not spending time with my kids. I'm wasting money, a bunch of shit. But back then, that was my best case scenario. I call him up. Everything works out perfectly. I get the you know hotel room, or, or I'm at my friend's house, or I'm, hell, yeah, I'm 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 sitting in the house by myself. <clears throat> my best case scenario is he answers that phone. That was my best case scenario. Once again, that's my worst-case scenario because once he answers, I know my ass is going to be out there for hours, maybe days. My best-case scenario was my worst-case scenario. He comes over. All right. My best-case scenario is this. I got $300 on me. I'm only going to spend $100 right now. My best-case scenario is he's going to give me a good deal for $100 and I still got $200 left. Once again, my best case scenario was my worst case scenario. I should have $300 left. I just, hell, I just worked all day to pay a house or a room for $300. I should have $300. That should be my best case scenario. But that addiction mentality tells you, nope, the best case scenario is you're able to spend money on drugs and still have a couple hundred bucks in your pocket. Once again, best case scenario was my worst case scenario. All right. I, go, I, I burn through the $100 for drugs and when I'm doing it I'm watching porn or I got some girl playing with me or at a strip club. Either way it goes there's porn involved, sex involved and drugs involved. My best case scenario was I got, I, I got $200 left. When I call him he'll know he'll come running to me. Because I got $200 still. He knows I got money. That's my best case scenario. Because I got money. He's going to come back. Best case scenario is actually my worst case scenario. Because when he comes back. I'm going to spend more money. I'm going to do more drugs. I'm going to break my body down more and more and more. With the drug use. And my eyeballs going to be burning from watching all the porn. Or whatever's going on there. Best case scenario was my worst case scenario. Now. I'm out of money. But, I still want to get high. I got to pay this girl some money. Or I got to buy her some drugs. Or she's going to jump in her car and leave me. Or jump on a bus and leave me. Or hell, just walk down the street and leave me. So my best case scenario is I got to figure something out here. Okay, here's the deal. My best case scenario was I got a bracelet. I got a, I got a bracelet. $700 bracelet. And, and my dope dealer knows what quality is. He... Accept this bracelet cause I got it, I know him. he'll let I can front this bracelet to him, I can get some drugs. I can keep the party going for a couple more hours. I keep old girl here, uh she can keep playing with me, or I can keep watching porn over and over and over till my balls spin out of their sockets, and I can keep taking more drugs and I got a bracelet he can hold my bracelet. I'll pay him back. I can always work and paint another room for three hundred dollars and pay him back later that was my best case scenario I can give up a $700 bracelet for what $150 worth of uh, drugs that was my best case scenario once again that's an obvious one best case scenario was my worst case scenario he comes he got the bracelet I've got some drugs I've got another hour left of my my time with old girl or by myself Either way it goes, that's my worst cat. Ca- was really my worst case scenario because now I have no money. I have no expensive bracelet. That one's gone. I have just destroyed my body by adding another $150 worth of drugs to it. And I thought, that, I thought that was my best case scenario: getting more drugs. Now I burn through all that. You still don't want the night to be over. You still want the girl to stay there, or you still just want to stay there and hell, play yourself and watch flex. Whatever it is, you don't want to stop. Once again, one is too many. A thousand is never enough. I, that first one, I should never took that first one. That first hit, that first line. Get smoked out or coked out, doesn't matter. Now I'm sitting there depressed. No drugs. No braces upon. Nothing. I call my drug dealer. Hey look, man, it's me. Man, it's a he already knows I don't have any more money left. But he'll answer. Hey, look, I don't got no more money, but check this out, man. I've been spending good with you all night. See, now I'm now I'm now I've lowered myself again. My best case scenario in this moment was to just, just holler at him, just talk to him, man, be real with him. <laughs> Let him know I'm a human being, man. I I I, yeah, I got no more money, but just work with me. So my best case scenario was to beg. That's really my worst case scenario for several reasons. For one, I lower myself. I'm, I'm, I'm acting like a little bitch right now. I'm begging. I'm begging someone to please take my money, please take my jewelry, please take whatever I got. Have my new pit bull puppy. Take whatever you got, just so I can get high again. That used to be my best case scenario. After that he finally he'll he'll call back. I tell him what's going on. He'll say, okay, man, give me 15 minutes. For the next 15 minutes, I'm so excited that I'm about to have my best case scenario. I'm looking out the window, checking the back door, checking the front door, checking my phone, seeing if he call me back. I'm just excited. He said, 15 minutes. Okay, in 15 minutes, the party's going to be going, baby. I'm telling a girl this. Or if she ain't there, I'm telling me and my uh, porn star video girls, hey, we're going to keep this party going in about 15 minutes. So get ready. It up and get it ready because we still going. I sit there after 15 minutes, he doesn't call, he, he, he doesn't come by. So at the 16 minute mark, I call him, Hey, man, where you at? I leave a voice message, he's not responding. I call probably 18 times within the next 15 minutes. He finally answers the phone, Man, hey, listen, he's like, I'm I told you, I beat it. I got you, man. Just give me a couple more minutes. I got sidetracked. You sure, man? Are you coming? Here's me, are you sure, man? Are you sure you're coming? My best case scenario is that he's going to come still. He forgot about me. He's a busy man. But my best case scenario is I'm a good customer. He'll come. He'll see me. Once again, I'm staring out the front window, the back window, the the basement window. I'm staring out the bathroom window under the bed. I'm looking everywhere. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I want to wait for another hour. I called him several times for the next two hours. I finally lay down in bed, get some rest. I'm checking my phone, checking my phone, checking my phone. Texting him back and forth. Texting, 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 texting with no response. My best case scenario is that he just answers the phone. I can I complete can my case. He finally answers the phone. That's my best case scenario. He says, you ain't got no money? And I says, fuck no. Nah. You got all my money. <laughs> he says, well, I can't really front you because that ain't how I do business. You know, I, I... I you know, I don't want no more jewelry. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm just going home. I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting it down for the night. There. Done. Over. He hangs up. I'm absolutely depressed. Old girl's depressed if she's there. She's getting dressed and heading out the front door before I hang up the phone. Because she already knows what time it is. I'm depressed if I'm there by myself. I'm about to take me a shower. I'm about to cross the finish line and then lay down depressed by myself hating myself hating my life hating what I've done thinking about the fact that this fantasy world is over now this fantasy I was in from five o'clock in the afternoon when it's nice and sunny out until five in the morning when the sun's about to bring his ass out again that 12 hour fancy is over I'm frustrated I just worked all day or a couple days to make some money and I burned through it in a in, in a 12 hour period getting high looking at pornos you know getting my dick played with hell or playing with it by myself for 12 hours whatever it is. Now, I want to go to bed. It's 5 in the morning. Birds are chirping and shit. I have to face reality. Once again, my best case scenario was my worst case scenario. I didn't spend time with my kids. I did nothing that day. I was not productive. And now, I need to sleep through the day. I can't go. I can't get go to work. I can't enjoy my Saturday and go out of town. I can't even watch my favorite show. I love watching shows. I call them hogs and dogs. I, like, I love to watch wild boar hunting Where they have these pit bulls that chase these dogs, that chase these hogs, and they grab them by the ear and shake the shit out of them. And then the guy comes and grabs the hog by his back legs and then sticks him in his heart like 18 times. Anyways. I can't even watch my hogs and dogs shows. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. My body is physically drained. My brain is physically drained. I'm spiritually drained. All because what was my best case scenario was actually my worst case scenario. I'm sharing this with you to tell you the realities of addictions. And and, and the worst thing is, after an event like that, two days later, I can do it all over again. I used to do it all over again. Two days later, like, oh, I got some more money. I'm, I'm, I'm back on my feet, and the minute that money gets in my hand, the job is done. I'm making that phone call. I'm looking for my best case scenario again, not even realizing it's my worst case scenario. <clears throat> That's the reality of addiction. It could be food for you. It could be sex. It could be whatever it is. Whatever it is, your brain actually changes. I, I interviewed a guy, uh, Joshua Shea, and he talked about. The fact that your brain changes. A lot of things that go on here. Another guest I talked to. Frank King. He talked about depression. These things are. These are important. Any of these important discussions. Because. You have to. No one can help you with depression. Or with addiction. Until you open up and talk about it. And share it. It happens. You fucked up. It happens. You have a chance to get out of it. And. And. And people, like I said, like Frank King, Joshua Shea, people like that that talk about this stuff openly, are there to help you. Get counselors, get hotline numbers, whatever it is, open it up. You know me, I always swing back to the Bible. The Bible, in the Bible, about 2,000 years ago, um, there's there's this guy, I can't think of his name, I think his name was Timothy. He said, openly confess to one another, just openly confess, and then you free yourself. Openly confess and then you free yourself. It's it's just that simple and it's just that hard. Once again, if you're dealing with addiction or depression or whatever it is, I hope that your best case scenario is actually your best case scenario. That's my wish for you. That's my plan for you. That's my love for you. That's my respect for you. Please get it. Open up. Get some help. And if you can't find anyone else, your worst case scenario is listen to my podcast. (laughs) You may not be able to follow up, but I got, you know, You'll get a little something there that can help you out. All right. That's a wrap for episode 157. 158 is next, and I have no fucking clue what it's going to be about. But when I know, you know I always let you know.